Hi, welcome to the shower. Wow. Little did they know. Wow. Boom. 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 <laughs> Boom, baby. We back. We back at Yo, it again. Little did they know. Little did they know that you starting rotations and me starting school. Was it gonna stop this? We're we're still gonna be putting subpar content out there. Yo, subpar for life, man. No matter what, that's what we do, baby. <laughs> subpar. Okay, You're okay, too sorry. excited. You're too I'm, ex- excited, I'm excited. Right? Can, I, can I be excited right. for a second? Is that okay? You can be excited. Okay, be thank excited. you. Jeez. All right. It's been All a. Right. It's been like a minute. Yo, we've been yeah we've been getting a lot of feedback saying that I should be nicer to you. <laughs> And stop cutting you off. Really? New drinking game. New drinking <laughs> game. Take a shot every time Sharif interrupts Sav. Yeah, Someone yeah. told me that. I thought I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Do it. Do it. I was the one who told you that, actually. So that's funny. That's really funny. Oh. Yeah. As yeah. always, though, I probably cut you off and forgot that it was you. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. No, no, no. I appreciate yeah. it. You have ideas. You have thoughts. You want to get them across, and mine are just less Shower important. Thoughts. Mine are less important than yours. That's fine. So, um, uh, so happy yeah, to be so back. I don't know where you're going with this, but let's <laughs> let's get into today's right, topic. Right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Today's topic. Yes. Work ethic. Mm. Work ethic. Mm. It's, it's what you need for any goal you pursue. There's going to be work, and with work. <laughs> Comes ethics. Ethic. All work has ethic. Ethic, not ethics. Nah, nah, nah. Ethic. Yeah. What? Are the, what is the ethic? Et- so okay. So work ethic, right? What are we talking yes. about? Work ethic. We're talking about work. Ethic. <laughs> okay. All right. Just making sure. Um, what, what do you define as work ethic? Work ethic is, I think, your approach to how you tackle like your approach or like your mindset and how one would describe your work or how your work is defined when you're working towards a goal wow that's a lot of work one sentence but you're using the word work in the word in the definition of work ethic all right so what makes what uh huh what, what what how do you make no 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 what's your definition you what's look disappointed definition? <laughs> you look disappointed what's your definition <laughs> no i'm not disappointed it's just you know, it's a it's a hard thing to define now that i'm thinking about it work ethic to me is the uh, the ability or the inability to complete a task or to um yeah, to complete a task or to work towards a goal. Uh, I use the word work. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, uh, and yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's tough. It's. What do you think? Yo, Google <laughs> says work ethic is the principle that hard work is intrinsically virtuous or worthy of reward. I don't mm. like that. No, I don't think that's accurate. I don't like that. I don't like that. That's not how I would I feel think like of work it, ethic. But... Like you could have good work ethic and you can have bad work ethic. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't like that. I think I think people know what we mean. We could just get into it. And yeah, facts. Maybe right. they'll come with come up with a good 
definition and sauce in the comments. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, oh, before we get into it, I think it's important to mention that they probably can't see us. Like, I could see you, you could see me. Yes. But I'm currently in Ottawa, and Saf is in Hamilton. Stony Creek? I am in Stony Creek, yeah. Yeah, close enough. Yep. So, yeah, right now, Shreef is uh, in med school in Ottawa, living his life. Um, living solo dolo. I mean, not solo dolo, but you know, living out there on his own. I got two housemates. They're pretty sick. Yeah. Yeah, but it's different. And so, I'm, so that's why. Yeah. And no, no, no keep going. <laughs> I don't want that to take a shot. <laughs> no, 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 no. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I mean, you're there out in med school. I'm in PA school here in Hamilton, and so we both are. So no are, video. Yeah. Exactly. So that means that we are. Um, we're doing this, uh, oh God, see, now, now I can see you do things and no one else can see it. Right now, Shreve is taking his clothes off and, uh, and Shreve, put your clothes back Stop. on. Stop. Put your clothes back on. Back on top. Back okay, on sorry, top. Sorry. All right. So Dude, I mean, they're probably listening at 6 a.m. on their commute to work. <laughs> right. Facts. All right. Shout out to those people listening to this on their commute. Yeah, actually, though, I listen to mad podcasts on, on, on my commute. It starts my day off nicely when I listen to things that I enjoy and that, like, bring me value. So I hope, like, that'd be the dream to, to bring other people value in the morning like this, you know. So the value that we're bringing today is, do you think you have a good work ethic? Do I think I have a good work ethic? Mm-hmm. You know what? I think your work ethic really depends on... Uh, the goal that you're working towards. It, it has to do with motivation too. Like, for me, I think some people out there are just consistently, have a consistent work ethic and no matter what goal it is, even if they're not that fired up about it, they can like sit down, focus, and like cross goals off their list. Like boom, 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 towards like that greater goal. Uh I personally think if it's something I'm fired up about, oh, I'll get it done. Like, you could put an obstacle right in front of me. I'll try going over it. doesn't work. I'll try going around it. doesn't work. I'll hit my head into that obstacle until it breaks and I'll go through it if I'm fired up about it. But in terms of, like, goals that someone has set for me, like, whether that be, like, something mandatory you have to do because of like another great goal that's yours like indirect goals does that make sense yeah 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 like long term kind of thing so yeah or like things that just have to get done mm-hmm. like for example when you're an undergrad and taking courses that you didn't really want to take but it's like mandatory i guess it's like towards that greater goal of the degree you want but like the connection isn't that strong between how this is so related to your greater goal. Like those kind of goals, I don't think that I'm consistent enough with my work ethic to completely hammer those out. Mm. Like I'll start slacking. Okay. So do you think... What about you? What about yourself, Saf? Huh? What about yourself? In what what sense? Like, do I think I have good work ethic? Are, are you consistent? Am I consistent? Are you consistent with your work ethic? I, I Definitely not. Definitely not. I think... I think that's something that I, I think I really want to work on. Like, I think um, that's part of work ethic. 
right? There's so many different parts of work ethic. Like you were talking earlier about before, like about um, working through an obstacle, right? No matter how many times you go through it, you'll bang your head against it because you want to get through it. And I think that's called persistency, right? And I think that's part of work ethic. But then being persistent is one part and then being consistent is another part. I think consistency within work ethic like there's two different things there's like work like being consistent can affect your work ethic and being in your work ethic can, can affect your consistency they're kind of like hand in hand almost so i think like depending on the situation i guess and you, like you were saying before too like motivation is a big factor in it when you actually are invested in something you're you're more likely to be consistent, more like to more likely to be persistent, which is all part of work ethic. So, I mean, for me, if I if there's something that I really care about, and or if I really value or it's really important to me, then I will, you know, my work ethic will be stronger. But is that do you would you call that work ethic though? Like if if it's dependent on the task, is that still work ethic or is that just lack of motivation that's a good point that's a good point uh you know what if i were to go back i'd redefine work ethic as like your approach to tackling things consistently like how to for me work ethic if like upon like reflecting on things we already just discussed i'd say what work ethic is is like what you are like consistently over a long time Mm -hmm. different goals like your average intensity when you put in work, like your persistency and consistency. Because honestly, like when people say they want someone with good work ethic, like that, that doesn't mean that they want someone where their consistency and persistency is going to depend on the goal. You want someone that's characterized universally as someone with a good work ethic. So I think it's a very universal thing now. Yeah. My opinion has changed in two minutes. Wow, well, look at that. Because you don't think, you don't like dive into, you don't think about the actual definition of it. And now that I'm thinking about it, I think my definition. Yeah, like, would, literally, might, I was be, so confused. Yeah, it just, it changes from, because like, even when we're, when we're talking about it now, like I think my definition might be different than yours in that like, if I think about it, I think work ethic to me is like discipline. I think discipline, mm-hmm. being disciplined in whatever universal you do. Discipline? Yes, universal discipline in in things that are important to you. So I think is but is it just in things that are important to you? Yes. I think not like you have to care about something for it to for it to have any kind of metric on your work ethic. Like if I don't care about being good at piano and I never practice, that doesn't mean I have a bad work ethic with piano. It's just that I don't want to um, become good at playing piano. I, if, I, but if I want to become a good dancer, if that's my goal, um, then my work ethic is measurable you because I, well, no, I say I want to become a good dancer. Like that's that's one of my like I'm trying to learn like remember you were giving me lessons earlier and stuff so I mean you don't yeah, have to expose yeah. me like that but 
Like, like again, like... Yeah, I just had to. Right, sorry. I'm trying. I'm trying to learn how to dance. Um, and I appreciate all the lessons that you've been getting me. They've been really good. No, no, no worries. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, like, I think when you, once you care, when you, once you say, once you set a goal, once you set a goal, then work ethic starts applying. Like, if you don't have a goal to become um, good at something or... You don't have a goal in, in a certain field. You can't say, oh, I have a bad work ethic because I'm not trying to become a good pianist. Uh, and uh, I said pianist as in a, pr- a person who plays a piano is what, is what I said. Sorry. In case you misheard that. <laughs> um, but I think like once you choose a goal, you can say whether or not you have a good work ethic within that goal. So I, I don't know if you, have, you can have a universal work ethic. But for me, I think, like, the way we use the term is in a universal way. You ask, does that person have good work ethic? Not, does that person have good work ethic when they practice for the piano? Or when they train for a triathlon? Or in school? You just ask, does this person have have good work ethic? Which makes me think that it's more a universal trait and, like, part of your identity okay so when you know what i mean when you that think that can be applied to many things but here here one second so damn no, was sassy. i like that yeah power. yeah yeah uh <laughs> power i was trying, trying to inter- interrupt you this but, time but uh no 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 no, no. it's no <laughs> i'm kidding <laughs> but for me uh i th- i think one way of maintaining that like consistent universal work ethic is by committing to in your life to only taking up things that you're motivated by Mm. so then you can maintain that high level of work ethic because in terms of intrinsic motivation it'll always be there if you're only taking on goals that are associated with your values so for me an individual may have good work ethic and then all of a sudden in their lives they become a yes person to everything and then start taking on goals that they're not that fired up about. And then their work ethic as a universal thing can start coming down because they're like putting effort into something that they're not that motivated in as opposed to time they could have allocated to other things. So I think work ethic is associated with a lot of different values, such as what kind of goals you pursue and how much uh how tied they are with your values mm-hmm. wow yeah i just professed no nah, bro i i agree with that i think um yeah you you need to identify your your values and that helps you choose your goals and then you have to work on your work ethic to achieve those goals you have to use how much work ethic you have to to make those goals happen but um you know i feel like you have a certain reservoir of work ethic and you have to use it wisely but, but okay, so say, say if, try thinking of someone who you think has good work ethic, right? And other than yourself. I know that's hard, but just, <laughs> just try. Are you, are you sweet talking to me right now? <laughs> uh, if you, like, think of someone, right? Is that sarcasm? Okay, like, say, like, a professional athlete, LeBron yeah. James. Yes. Or, like, I'm going to use Cristiano Ronaldo. I know... North America, there's more LeBron fans than Cristiano Ronaldo, but I know Cristiano more. Mm-hmm. So, Cristiano Ronaldo or Lionel Messi, just for people that are biased, like I like both. But a man like Lionel Messi will 
show up to game. You know what? I got the perfect one. Kawhi Leonard. Mm. There we go. In light of recent events. Yes. Kawhi, Le- Kawhi Leonard. Showing up to practices. Being first person on the court. Last person on- to leave the court. You know what I mean? For me, that's like good work ethic. But here's the thing. I'm saying he has good work ethic and he can maintain it and be classified as a per- person with good work ethic because like he's doing something he loves. But if you were to bring him into a grocery store and be like, yo, I want you to be the best employee possible here. If he's not that fired up about it, do you think that because he only does stuff he loves, it's easier for him to have a good work ethic? Or do you think it's like so ingrained in him that you can be like, go work at a grocery store or go deliver papers and he'd still become the best at it because that's just his work ethic. That's my question. Whether it's like, something that's universal or task dependent that that is a that's a good question actually that is a good question um you know what i think i think it depends on the people like i want to hear your opinion but i think mm-hmm. it really varies with the person I, I i think i would agree i think certain people will they have their their philosophies are work ethic right like they that's one of their values. I think when you value your work ethic, then you will apply it to every situation. But when you, if you value only basketball, then your work ethic will be really good in basketball. But some people... Dude, I love that. Mm, right? No, keep going. This is sweet. Keep going. No, I just thought of this. I, I think when you... When discipline and, and consistency and persistence, these kind of overarching principles are kind of what are part of your identity, I think no matter what you do, you will always implement those principles and values but if you only value a specific task or a specific part of your life then your work ethic will be strong and um and resilient in that field so i i think and nothing else but just the thing that you're passionate about exactly it's not like the idea of being persistent and consistent isn't your value it's only because that one thing is your value so that's when you'll literally pull all possible cards to achieve that yeah but what you're saying is that if you value doing everything super well, whatever task that gets given to you, then you're more a universal good work ethic person mm-hmm. because like you value persistency and consistency no matter what. Yes. Is that, am I kind of... Yes. So my question would be to you is which one do you think is better? Like which, would it be better to have a, a passion and put all of your like and that's where your work ethic is but you don't put your work you don't apply your work your work ethic to everything in your life because you only have this one this one or two passions or is it better to have just a solid work ethic and apply it to everything in your life i think i think for me i would prefer the person that's more universal Mm. like it's not task their work ethic is not task dependent Mm. as someone that is like, for example, looking for a colleague or looking for an employee or looking for a team member in general. I'd want the person that, like, if things change or we got to work towards something they're not far about, like, even if they're like, oh, I don't like this, they'll put in the work and you can always rely on them. In terms of for myself, uh, I don't know. Like, I just feel like life would get so busy and... I'd be like, what's the point of, like, your energy and time is a limited resource. So I'd be like, why go so hard at something that you don't like? 
it goes back to like well in that situation i'd ask why are you doing it mm-hmm. like if you're working so hard towards that goal i'd be like well why is that a goal mm-hmm. so i think that would be the problem yeah why is that a goal of yours not but you know what sometimes in life you do get given goals that were not like you didn't plan on doing mm-hmm. yeah but i mean for you for example you pick goals that you want right so like those people who who like i agree with what you're saying i think in theory having will um having willpower not sorry work ethic as a as a value is good but in when in reality if you if you have an amazing work ethic with everything you do it seems overwhelming because you're just working hard at everything but in reality also you know from say for me and you we only are choosing goals that we well for the most part we're we're choosing goals that we really want like you're you're pursuing we're both pursuing a health field because we're passionate about health and that's one of our goals so our work ethic is applying to that um for fitness you know you you're i, I don't know if people know but uh, sharif uh he ran an iron man at some <laughs> point <laughs> i don't know if... dude my housemates roast me for that all the time <laughs> i literally be talking to someone just randomly on campus they'll like walk by during like the most random conversation like talking about thanksgiving weekend they'll be like Hey, did he tell you about his half Ironman? <laughs> so I'm like so done. Like I'm never doing it. Not yeah, no, 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 no. But like, okay, well, not to put you on blast for doing something amazing, but um, you know that, that that's a that's a that's a something a goal that you chose, and because you have good work ethic and plus the motivation and passion you have for that specific field, you did really you you could do it. You did well in it. Um, and I don't think you, for the most part, or me, choose goals that we aren't passionate about. But for example, I'll give you an example. Right now, I'm in um, I'm in a general my general surgery rotation uh, for my PA program. And in this rotation, there are a lot of different things that I do. But I'm working in a hospital, and there's a lot of administration things that I do. For example, I do a lot of um, dictations. So we you you write your note, then you have to dictate your note. Um, and you have to do, and there's a lot of other paperwork that I do. So, you know, I'm not necessarily passionate about paperwork, but when I'm doing it or when I'm dictating or whatever I'm doing, I try to make it as good as I can, not because I care about the paperwork, but because I care about the long-term goal. So in that instance, my, my, my work ethic is applying kind of to, to the minute tasks that I don't really care about because I care about the long-term goal. You know what I mean? So, so I think See, that's the thing. No, no, keep going. No, that's it. That's I'll it. Go ahead. Toss my two cents at the end. No, no, that that was it. That I was, was just right. gonna say that, like, I was just gonna say that. I think that it's that awareness that could help make you more universal with your work ethic. That awareness that things that may seem like, oh, I don't want to do this tie into a bigger goal for example someone might just be so narrow-minded and see in that situation i freaking hate paperwork i don't want to do it let me just get over this and then go back to like talking to patients and stuff and they won't have their usual work ethic that they usually have when dealing with patients uh versus you in that situation you are able to gain that awareness and see that this is something that contributes to this. So you saw the connection between the two goals and one is something you're passionate about, the greater goal or the more long-term goal. 
So that motivated you to apply that same work ethic. Mm -hmm. I think that's a big thing. Some people lose the connection. And you know what I think? I think you can convince yourself that things are related to each other. And that's a tool for you to improve your work ethic with a goal that you may have not been motivated about. For example, you can convince yourself that by like volunteering with your mom at this thing that she like keeps convincing you like, hey, come on Sunday with me. Like we'll go help at this like food bank or whatever. And like, it's a great cause, but like if it's not something you're fired up about, you're like, oh, I don't wanna like work that hard when I'm there, I just wanna chill. But if you, like it's a skill to be able to convince yourself that, hey, you know what, if I go do this, and I'm really good at it. And like, this ties into me like dealing with individuals that may come from uh, low socioeconomic statuses. And this will be useful for me when I become like a physician or physician assistant in the future, because I'll better understand them or whatever. So like, it's a skill. Not a lot of people would make that connection, but you went out of your way, sat down, reflected on it, and you're like, how can I tie it into this so that my brain becomes fired up to do this? And then I can apply that work ethic that I have. Mm. Does that make sense? You're looking at me funny. No, no. So you're, you're basically, you're taking something that you know, don't necessarily value and then somehow um, making it align with your values so your work ethic will apply to it. Yeah. Is that accurate? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I think I, I think um, you, when you do sit down and think about it and you actually contemplate what you're doing and what the task is and what it might mean and, and you're more mindful of it, I think it's always better. I think that's always better because you actually can find whether or not you actually do value it. I think it's, it's dangerous. You don't want to like trick yourself into valuing things you don't actually want to do or that you don't actually care about. But... You know, if you need to find motivation to do something that you think you should do, then it's a it's a good way to, you know, if it truly does align with the value of yours, then being aware of it will allow you to apply that same work ethic. And then you can get that whatever yeah. you're... Yo, let, let's get... Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, like, let's make this relatable... To like the viewers, uh, not viewers, listeners, because we're audio only now. <laughs> of course. But uh, like think about it. Uh, sometimes in life, like you won't be able to see the connection to the long-term goal. Like reflect back on undergrad and you and I both knew we weren't going to go into a career that had to do with kinesiology. So it's easy for you to be in your kinesiology program and be like, oh, I freaking hate this course. I don't want to work towards it. And some people did that. And then you talk to them and then you'd be like, I don't get it. Why aren't they working hard? But for other people, it was, oh, I freaking hate this course, but it's a mandatory course that I have to take. And it will, if I do well in it, it will improve my chances of getting into whatever I want to do next. Mm -hmm. So those people were able to tie in the different goals. And once they had that connection, they were more fired up and that work ethic that they already had because it has to already be there for you to be able to like sit down and focus. Mm -hmm. And that's not just something that comes out of nowhere. Yeah. But uh, because they had that connection, something that they didn't initially like, they like, or probably don't even like at the moment, they're able to be like, no, I got to crush this because it ties into this. Mm -hmm. And 
so I think I think it's as simple as like whether that be like a course or like a training you have to do for the job of your dreams or like paperwork for you. Like most people become physicians or like physician assistants or anything in the healthcare field and they're like, I just wanna deal with patients, treat people, whatever. But they don't realize how much charting you have to do. But if you sit down and you're like, oh, I freaking hate charting, like you're never gonna be good and then it will affect your long-term goal of like helping people out and making them healthier or healing them because you won't have good charting notes. So when they come back to you, you won't be able to see what you've done, what worked, what didn't work. So it affect their treatment versus if you go like, if you sit down, you're like, oh, I freaking hate charting, but I guess it's important because if the patient comes back in the future, I want to know what exactly happened so that I can build on that and add to that mm-hmm. as opposed to keep going in circles because I don't document it well. You know what I mean? So I think it's a skill. You got to ask yourself when you're doing something. But you also like going back to our previous talks. I don't think you want to constantly do things you don't enjoy. You got to enjoy the process. But there's always going to be small things that you don't enjoy. Mm -hmm. So I think you got to ask yourself, do I enjoy this first? Yes. No. So flow chart. Yes. You enjoy this. Sweet. You can put like put as much effort as you want because it's something you enjoy. No. So the next question would be, well, is it something I have to do for something that I love, enjoy, or dream of? Or for someone that I love, enjoy, or dream of? If yes, gain that awareness, see that connection, repeat that in your head over and over that this is connected to this. In order to get there, I have to do this. Like writing the MCAT. Who enjoys writing the MCAT? No one. But everyone does it because they know it ties to something that they want to do long term. Some people lose motivation and don't study hard for their MCAT because like that connection wasn't there. For me, when I was studying for my MCAT, I lost that connection for the first like month of studying. Only the second month when I realized like, no, in order to get into medical school, like, I need to crush this MCAT. Mm-hmm. So that's when I started like that work ethic in me came out because I gained awareness of that connection. I still didn't do well. <laughs> like I also realized that you don't need the MCAT for med school. Yeah. Of auto. <laughs> exactly. But you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. So, so ask yourself, do I enjoy this? Yes. Sweet. No. Okay. Well, do I have to do it for a goal that I want or like something that I'm passionate about? Yes. Okay. Make that connection, become aware of it, and that will motivate you to have that work ethic. If not, you don't have to do it. <laughs> step, step, season. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That, that was what I was gonna, about to say. Because, like, what if the answer is no? If the answer is no, then you just, then you don't do it. But is it that easy? Like, is it that easy just to say, oh, no, this doesn't align with my long-term goals or what, what I dream or, you know, want for myself in the future? If the answer is no, then, you know, there's some things in life that you kind of, I, I can't think of an example, but like for, I mean, for school, for example, like every class you do is going towards your GPA. So it doesn't matter if you hate the class or not, because you value what you're going to do after university or after your undergrad, you value your GPA. So now you have to value everything you do in every single course. So that, you know, doesn't apply there. But for example, for something like, um, you know, like say you agree to hang out with someone or go to an event and you ask yourself, okay, does this, is this event going to help me in my life, in my, in my goals that I aspire to, or going to help someone else um, bring a lot of joy to them or something like that? And they, what if the answer is no? You know, does that mean you so just... Sometimes, so 
Does that mean you don't go? So sometimes, like, so sometimes it could be that, like, you got to dig deep to find an excuse, and you probably will. If you go digging for an excuse why, as why it's connected to something, you'll find one. For example, if you agreed to go to an event with a friend, huh, is it going to strengthen my relationship with this friend? Yes, that's a goal of mine. Okay, I'll do it even though I won't enjoy this event. But, like, some things are, like, I think another important thing to ask yourself is what percent of like how much effort and how much commitment is involved with it because it's like a one-time thing you're doing for your friend it's not that serious like i would like just go through it for that sake because the risk isn't that high but i think you really got to work about it when like this is something that you don't enjoy is not going to help you in the future isn't related to greater goals and like it's a consistent thing so it's just taking too much time that you could use towards your goal, your passions, your social relationships. That's when you got to gain awareness and be like, nah, it's not worth it. But like the small things that don't affect you that much, the grand scheme of things, I don't think it's that serious. I think it's a simple cost benefit assessment. Mm, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. So what about this? Like, say, you know, you, you have this dilemma and you have this question and you ask yourself, you know, does this align with what I want and to say that the answer is yes because we're human there's been so many times that you know I can personally think of and I'm sure anyone else you could also probably think of times where you're like yes this doesn't align with my values and but then we don't end up doing it or like we lose motivation or we get busy or we you know like every like even if it that thing does align with your values sometimes we don't follow through on it um mm-hmm. you know because like everyone falters everyone procrastinates once or you know not once but obviously many times throughout my life and all of our lives but like you know those things happen regardless of how much something aligns with your values like for school there was tons of times where I was like I know I need to study I know I need to do this thing because it aligns with my blah 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 but there's been countless times where I procrastinated or I didn't study hard enough or you know there's there's these moments where you uh, maybe I didn't ask myself that question enough so, I don't know. Yes, Sharif, do you have a point? <laughs> I was just gonna... I was just using the hand because, like, there's a lag with the noise. Yeah, there is, yeah. Like, between your mouth speaking and, like, me hearing it. So, like, sometimes I cut you off and you keep talking. It's just whatever. Uh, I think what we've discussed up till now, before what you just said, is how to make your work ethic universal and consistent. Mm. But I think the question that you're asking now is delving into how to develop a good work ethic mm-hmm. in general. Yeah. I mean, is that? It? Yes. So what I think that is, and like I'm super biased, is like that's a skill. It's a skill that requires practice and is transferable from one task to another. And I honestly believe that physical any physical things are the best way to like develop a skill and then you can have that translate to like for example your work and your relationships i say that because i have an if like an athlete background and i noticed in my life uh so like i'd be curious to hear what you your take on how to develop a good work ethic is but for me like that came from i'll use oh, yeah i'm gonna get roasted for this i'm gonna <laughs> use the like yeah the half Ironman is an example. Oh wait, you I trained for you ran a half Ironman. Ah, oh, there it is. There it is. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know. I just I 
I didn't hear about it or see it on Instagram yeah, or anything. Yeah, so, yeah. wow, man, that's good. You should talk about it more often. Yeah. Actually, go ahead, please. Oh, I, here I will <laughs> right now. But I signed up for this race, or like decided that I was going to do it. Well, because I only signed up for it like two weeks prior. But I re- I decided that I was going to do it two months and a half before race day, and. anyone I spoke to is like that's ridiculous like you won't get it done and I was like all right whatever I'm gonna try because I've decided that I'm gonna do it and like the thing with work ethic is that it's as simple as showing up giving what you're doing focus and just doing it over and over again like checking the box like whether that's going to the gym you just show up to the gym make it like part of your routine whether it's studying you allocate that time and you just like pull out your notes, pull out whatever you have to do. It's that repetition. Like we were talking about a consistency. Work ethic is consistency, persistency. So for me, it was like with the half Ironman was train every day, do something every day. There's a run, bike, swim component. Do one of those things every day. If your body hurts, your lower body hurts, just do the swim. If your upper body's sore, do like a run or a bike. So it was the consistency. And like, sometimes you like lose motivation, like you said, you're like, oh, I don't want to freaking run. And like the consistency in that situation comes from having people like telling people like the whole world <laughs> that you're doing a half Ironman and then like coming home some days and telling my housemate like, dude, I just ran this morning. I'm so freaking sore. I don't want to go for my swim. And then going like, dude, go for a swim. Like you said, you're doing this half Ironman. Like, everyone knows you're going to do it, so do it. Mm. So it's like having social support in that sense keeps you consistent. What I'm trying to get at is you just got to do it. And sometimes, like you said, you fall along the way, but people will push you back. If you sit down and realize, why am I doing this? Why am I working towards that goal? And you strengthen that connection of the moment with the long-term goal and value of yours that will give you an extra push. And people say that you don't want motivation, you want drive, drive is permanent, motivation is temporary. For me, like, and we can talk about that another time, but motivation is sometimes what will get you out of the house to go for that run, Mm. or go for that bike ride, or to go to that library. Like you watch an inspiring video of someone working out, or you see someone post an Instagram story where they just like, had an amazing run. Those few seconds where you're just like, oh, damn, like that, that fires me up to go do it. You got to like act right there. You got to get up and go do it because you have motivation that will push you to freaking do what you did when the drive is low at the moment. Mm-hmm. The motivation refuels the drive. Yeah. But the drive is the long term thing. Okay. So what I'm trying to get at is you see that you go through that process physically in terms of things that your body is doing. And then you will be able to, or at least I find, translate it to other aspects of your life. If you're so used to like having your mind say, no, not now, I'm tired. And then physically pushing, being like, nope, we're not done with this run. I said it's a 7K, we're not stopping at 4K. We're going to keep going. You're going to sit down in front of your lap. You will have trained yourself to inhibit like parts of your brain that are telling you, no, don't do it. You can't do it. Because when you sit down and study, that same part of your brain is going to be like, dude, that's enough. Like, this is boring. I can't focus. Let's do something else. 
You'd be like, nope, I told myself I'm studying for one hour. That's the way it's going to be. So I found that it's very transferable. And I prefer to start with the physical because for me, I find the physical easier. So I teach myself in the physical environment and then apply to the more like cognitive slash social. Mm. And for me, it's worked really well. I'm curious to see if like you've done it through a cognitive or social dimension and then applied it to like a physical or one, the other one. Mm. Does yeah. that make sense though? Do no, you know it, I mean? it, it so adds. That speaks as to the consistency. Yes. Yeah, and so, then the persistency is also the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I actually want to talk more about what you're talking about because this is really like making me think of of a lot of things. So, um, I have like like two different things off the top off the top of my head right now. But the first thing was what you talked about when you were saying. I know you said we could talk about it later, but the motivation versus drive. So yeah, I think about that all the time because you know. I think so many people are trying to find motivation to do something, right? But what do you think is the difference between someone who will act on that motivation and someone who won't? Do you think that it is because they have some underlying drive that just needs a little push start of motivation to to propel them forward? Because, you know, like there's been so many times where either someone's motivated me to do something or I've motivated someone else to do something, but they don't, or I don't, I don't end up doing it or they don't end up doing it because they just, you know, the motivate, the external motivation is just, isn't enough. So for some people, for you, Mm -hmm. for example, or for other people that, you know, that we, that I've, that I know, like sometimes I'm externally motivated by you too, as well. Like, or other people that I'm, that I'm following or like, yeah, of course, like I, I'm sure you hear that all the time because you're so vocal about it. And I think that is a, 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 it's a, it's a, it's a, because even though you get roasted about it all the time, I think it's, if it does that for anyone, then it's worth it. And I think that's keeps you accountable. It really does keep you accountable. True. It keeps you accountable. Like you as in Sharif keeps you accountable, but at the same time, inadvertently you may be providing someone that one like extra piece of motivation to to push their drive into gear yeah. right push their 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 prindle into, I've heard into it from drive my followers too right yeah. yeah i've seen you post about it we've talked about it before and like you know it's happened to me too where i'm like man like sharif is doing all this like i i am now motivated to to do it but that motivation you know is lasting for that one moment and then you have to get motivated again to do it again right but some people will see what you're doing and you know they say oh I, yeah i wish i was like more active but then they won't do it that motivation won't be enough so what do you think is um the gap between actually taking action on your motivation or not see here i got an analogy we love analogies on analogies baby analogies all day but uh picture this uh for me drive intrinsic motivation same thing you Mm. use like because intrinsic motivation means like you're fired up about it it's like your own thing it gets you going Mm -hmm. and that's what drive is drive is like drive to me is like what we're talking about in the future like put an obstacle in front of me. If I can't go like over, around, under it, I'm going through it. That's Mm. drive for me. Drive is the kind of stuff that like, as it gets harder, like you're getting beat down by it, beat down, beat down. Every time you get up with a smile on your face, like one of those Joker smiles, like you're absolutely crazy. Like Joaquin Phoenix style. 
I mean, Heath Ledger's more my type. But all right, all right, yeah, all right. He did a good Fair job. Fair enough. All right, but uh, but so that that's just me explaining what drive is to me, and then motivation in the sense that I'm going to be using it is that extrinsic motivation that like that like spark that goes in like disappears quickly. Mm-hmm. So here's the analogy for me: drive. Picture yourself in a remote area, super cold. Uh, where you're only cooking using a fire. Like the drive needs to be there for you to get the goal of eating that day. Like you need, you need a fire. For me, that's drive. That fire that you depend on to get your goal, which is eating. Like there needs to be the drive to get the goal. Whoever motivation is, for example, extra fuel that comes out of nowhere and then makes the fire burn burn brighter or burn even more. So for me, that's motivation. So what you can do is in the situations where all of a sudden more fuel comes and the fire is burning brighter, you could go grab whatever you're cooking that day and cook it right then and there and capitalize on that motivation or the motivation can come and go unused. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Is it making sense so far? Yes. Yeah, but but and then in in terms of I think I know what you're going to say. In terms of like the drive fading away and like it's just the way like again, same analogy, the fire is like burning out. It's running out of fuels. Like you need to constantly add fuel to a fire for it to keep burning. You got to go grab more dry wood. That that motivation again is the extra fuel there will be times Mm. where the fire ain't bright enough to cook and you need that extra dry wood in order to like keep the keep the fire alive okay and like that's why i say it like i keep myself accountable and i rely on extrinsic things such as knowing that some people out there are looking at my stuff going like going like oh he said he's gonna do it is he gonna do it the amount of people that told me like Yo, there's no way you can do it. You can't do a half Ironman in like two and a half months untrained. Dude, 100% you could. I'm telling you right now, you could wake up tomorrow and do a half Ironman. It's very doable. <laughs> but you you get what my analogy is. No, yeah. Is that like, Let me- I kept myself accountable and that was extrinsically people saying like, oh, you can't do it. Or people telling me like, oh, you can do it. Like I saw your post, like that's cool. I know you got that. Like, I don't need that. At the end of the day, like this is something that's internal to me, but it helped, man. I don't think I could have got there without people saying it. I don't know. Like for me, it doesn't seem that critical, but over and over again, getting that extra fuel kept the fire aflame mm. so that I could get to my goal mm. or like cook it, cook up my goal. You hey, know? Yeah, cook but, it in like shop, baby. <laughs> Now, coming back to your question, why is it that sometimes you feel motivated and then you don't do anything? I think that's just like you let that extra dry wood you had burn out before you did anything on it. So there are times like there was a point in my life when I was chubby and like finally getting in the gym to lose weight. I'd watch all these motivational videos, Arnold, Greg Plitt, whatever. And uh, like, sweet, I'd be watching the video at home. And like, I was younger then, I didn't have a car. So I'd be like super fired up. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna go work out, get fit. Like, I'm ready to cook my meal. The fire is like as bright as it's gonna be. But like, I didn't have a ride to the gym. My gym to the ride was like six hours later or something. So I just sat there, the flame was there and I didn't get to do anything with it. But, so then I became, I was like, okay, 
how do I capitalize on the motivation there? So I only started watching the videos that like motivated me and got me temporarily fired up right before I go to the gym. That way there was no chance that in the time that I had access to go to the gym, I'd be like, no, nah, I'm not feeling it. Because mm. I was at the peak. I, I was see. so fired okay. up. Okay. So, so for me, if I were to go on a run right now, I would go on, I'd have these Instagram accounts that I follow people that go running and I'll see what their workout of the day was. Or I'll go on like some of my friends that I know have posted about running before and I'll refer to those posts to get that extra spark if I was about to get lazy from my run. Mm. Does that make sense? But I wouldn't look at it if I didn't intend on going on a run like at the moment, if I was just chilling in class and I knew I wouldn't be able to for a while, like what's the point? I'll get fired up and then I'll actually get more pissed off going, oh, I wanted to run so bad. And then by the time I'm there, I'm just like, nah, I'm not feeling it right now. Mm. Yeah. Was that good? That was or, good, man. Are you just nodding because you're a nice guy? No, bro, that was fire. That was fire. That You lit my fire no right there. No pun intended. No, yeah, no <laughs> But yo, let me try to jump in on this analogy right here. Um, Please do. So, okay. So I'm going to kind of reiterate it in, in my own words, I guess. So, so you have a fire, right? And you started this fire by collecting dry wood, right? And Building your drive. Yes, right? So you're, you're dry, dry wood, drive wood. Let's call it drive wood. You have... Drive, dude, this is sweet. <laughs> but dry so wood. I think... I think the question is so okay uh, let me let me talk about it a little bit and then I'll ask you a question so you have this fire going and then you say that someone you know takes uh, someone externally takes gasoline and, and sprays the fire right and the fire lights up right and gets real big and if you use that big flame to do something you know it, it can push you forward it can you know make that meal for you or it can do whatever but that oil it doesn't keep the fire going and it makes it burn bright for a moment right but to, mm-hmm. but so, so that's the external motivation. It doesn't last, but it's, it's enough to, to make a really bright fire and to, to make you do something with it, right? But it, it, you can't, if you shoot oil on a fire that isn't already started, it won't do anything. You know what I mean? That fi- that's true. The fire Dude, has yes. to have been started by you before that oil to do anything. So if that fire is out, there's no fire, it's not going to light. <laughs> right? Hell yeah. Right? Dude, that's so sweet. Fire, yeah. right? So, so... Right, that that completely makes sense to me. I agree with that, but I think the the key part of all of this is is getting the dry wood yourself. I think you have starting the fire is the hardest part because you know it, it's so easy to um, and for example, if you have a small fire, right? Like like you were saying, you have a small fire and you and, and you spray some some gasoline on it, it lights up real quick, right? And you're like, oh man, I mean, and you let's say you do use it, and you go and use it, and you use that flame, but then you don't add any more dry wood to it, that fire will eventually fade out again, right? And then so maybe it's a really small fire, and someone pours more gasoline on it, and it goes back back up again, and you use that again, but it just it's not consistent because your fire, when you don't have that gasoline there, becomes very small. And then eventually it might burn out and then you stop having that fire, that drive. But what you need to do is start collecting dry wood and collecting dry wood, I think, is the, the building blocks of building a work ethic. So you have to work hard doing the. Well, you know, I was just going to say, I don't I don't think I think the process of I think getting a fire going is realizing that whatever you're working towards is a goal of yours and you want to achieve it. So like 
for me, collecting the driveway is like realizing that this is a, or no, you know what? It is work ethic. Like you were saying, like it is you putting in the basis. But I think that in that case, when you're setting the like prime fire, that's because you realize that it's a value of yours because you will never have drive and be intrinsically motivated if it's not again driven and intrinsic motivation are the same thing not mm -hmm. to confuse people and when we say motivation that's extrinsic so like other people making you motivate intrinsic motivated means it's from within so drive so i think that if you are driven you can collect firewood and like or dry wood and make a fire no matter how motivated you are if it is not an intrinsic value of yours you won't be able to set up that base pit all you have is fuel and like you said you can't light up like what are you going to use fuel for if there's no fire so drive is the initial fire and work ethic like you were saying is the process of constantly going on your own grabbing wood exactly uh, i think boom. i think boom right but i think like okay so so the drive wood the drive wood is i think your um your fuel for your intrinsic motivation right but i think getting yeah. the dry like getting dry wood sucks everyone likes a fire but no one likes getting the drive wood right that takes Facts. effort you have to go in the forest you have to find some pe good pieces some pieces are wet some pieces are too small some pieces are too heavy blah 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 you have to go and look for it and that's not fun right no one likes getting more dry wood but that's the important part and i think that part is always missed people want the fire without getting the dry wood so dude that's so fast cuz people will rely on just motivation but i think like no, what gets you to get up and look for dry wood is associating needing dry wood to cook your meal to get your goal mm -hmm. so it's that awareness that like i need to work at this and go do stuff that like gets me towards my goal because you made that association that getting like the dry wood is going to get you the fire going for your meal the same way that you got to realize that you got to work towards your goal in order to like get to that goal of yours which is a value of yours so again awareness something we already spoke about it's mm -hmm. like super crucial in terms of you realizing that you got to put in work to get to that goal that's a value of yours and the more clearly you understand that how important it is to achieve that goal because it's a value of yours like the more you are in touch with yourself and aware that this is an absolute necessity in order to feel fulfillment mm -hmm. then it's easier for you to get up and grab the wood. And then you even you'll be so fired up that you'll go grab more wood, more wood. And then you know what that means? You have a bigger fire as a base because the base fire is going to have more firewood because you were that fired up to mm, get the wood. Exactly. Yeah. And then like at that point, the extra oil won't even make that big of a difference. You can't even notice the extra gasoline because your fire's already so big. So uh, yeah, and it will add an extra kick. But like, yes. if you've got such a big fire to start off, well, like you said, if you got like a big, like forest fire level fire going, just based on you getting up and getting wet wood, mm -hmm. because that's how aware you are of like how important it is to put in work to get to this goal. Because you're so passionate about this goal, and you get that the wood is necessary to get to this goal, or the work ethic 
work, wood is the same thing in this analogy, then you're going to make a fire so big that you'll, you'll put gasoline on it. You won't notice anything. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the goal. That's the ideal situation. And the, the way you get to that like situation or scenario is be so in touch with that. That's your value so that you put in so much work or like either being super aware or being super passionate about the cause. Okay, so the, this is my dilemma, like where this, everything, all of this sounds really good, but like, I'll give you like a real life example right now. <laughs> it's sick, but like, it let's sounds, make it real life. Let's make it real life. Because okay, for right now, like in this very moment, right, one of my values is, is health. Like I do, I, I, one of my goals is to, to continually to try to improve my fitness, but I am not as consistent with it as I would like to be. Right. So I have this value of mine, but my let's say right now my fire, my base fire isn't as big, but I, it's something that I do. I know that I do value. And but in this very moment, I feel like this conversation is pouring gasoline on that fire. Right. Like now I'm motivated in this very moment. I'm motivated. But like now what's the let's say I go to the gym, you know, like if I already know that my value is health and I want to work out, but then in those moments of like, you know, after a long day at work and then I'm like, man, like I, I no longer the gym, but then I end up not going. What, like, how do I, like getting wood is, you know, you said it's knowing what you value and then working towards it. But like, what can you actually do? Like, what do you actually do to get that wood? Like, what is that? What is getting the, the, the drive wood mean in real life? Let's change here. If we're going to use the same analogy, assume there's so many different types of wood and like there's different locations to get it. One path you hate taking because like it's all uphill. You don't like the scenery. It's like super plains like open space. You're not an open space kind of person. You prefer like seeing fall colors. And there's another forest the other side where you could get wood from and it's like, the fall colors that you enjoy seeing. So you have different choices as to how to achieve that goal, which is like ultimately making a fire that you can cook with, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But the tool you use, the wood you seek can be different and it will lead to the same goal. What I'm trying to get at is, for example, if health is your goal, you can approach that from a nutrition standpoint, you can approach it from an exercise standpoint. Two things. Or you could use both and maybe you could delve even deeper. You could be like, you could achieve those goals many different ways. So if you want to prioritize exercise, there's also different ways you can do exercise. Whether that be running, biking, cycling, lifting weights, even lifting weights, high reps, uh, low weight, uh, low reps, high weight, uh, hit training, whatever it is. There are so many different forests you can get the wood from. Mm -hmm. So if there's one that you're not that fired up about, but you're sure you want to cook that meal, like you're 100% sure you're so aware of it, then the problem isn't that you're not aware of it being your goal. And like the gasoline really isn't the problem. It's just you need to find a tool that you enjoy in order to like get to your goal. So basically applying to the analogy, you got to find a forest that you enjoy, enjoy walking to so that you're like more likely to get up and go seeking wood so that you can get that meal. So I think what it sounds like for you is that you haven't found your exercise style yet. You haven't found the like exercise style of training 
yet because like I was there like sometimes for me I've always been passionate about fitness but I fall off the wagon so many times because I'm like I'm so bored of just doing five by five like I hate that mm-hmm. five reps five sets so boring so for me what I do what I did was like I committed to take and I, I'm sure you've heard me describe myself as this so many times but I describe myself as a hybrid or a universal athlete now and what that means is like I wanted to try many different 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 types of exercise or go to all the possible different forests to get exposure and see which ones I like visiting mm-hmm. or what types of exercises I enjoy the most. So for me, I like as you can tell, I fell in love with triathlons. And for me, like it's so easy to adhere to exercise now because like the idea of doing triathlons fires me up. And like, if you spoke to me four or five years ago, you would have said cardio. I would have been like, what is that, Spanish? Like, I don't speak that. Like, straight up. But right now, like, I realize that that's that's what I want to do. That's what fires me up. Fitness has been my goal the whole time. But now my method of getting to that goal of being more fit has changed. Mm. And I enjoy it so much more and I adhere so much easier. Mm. Easier easily or easily yeah no it's it's easier that's the correct one does did that make sense like does that yes no no no, it does it does yeah yeah, yeah. i think yeah i i think you have to enjoy getting the wood i think that is Mm -hmm. uh, i mean it's it's like i was saying before like i was i was saying no one likes getting the wood that that was what i was saying earlier because that takes a lot of effort and you don't get the rewards right away you have to you you go get the wood and then once you use the wood that's when you get the rewards but i think you know what you're saying is that you have to you have to learn to enjoy getting the wood you have to enjoy learn to enjoy getting the wood or find an enjoyable way of getting the wood right like pick an enjoyable route to your goal so like it might like it you could straight up say that like, still no one enjoys getting the wood but hey, might as well do it with a view. Find a view that makes it worth it. Mm-hmm. How about that? Yeah. Like, like you could say, like, some people straight up, like, exercise. Exercise is discomfort. Exercise is a stress on your body. Like, straight up. But everyone knows that it's important to get fit. So, like, if you're going to apply stress to your body, you might as well enjoy it. You might as well do it in a way that's, like, the least annoying for you. Mm-hmm. Now, that's being pessimistic. For me, I'd say, like, the most enjoyable way. Because it's all relative. Glass yes. half full, glass half full. Yes, yeah, yeah. But you so, want a path of least resistance. Like, you want something that won't be demotivating once you look down that path. You're like, man, if you think, I don't want to do this already, then you won't go down that path anyways. But if you're like, okay, like, I, I could go down this path, then it's a lot easier. And if you're like, man, I would love to go down say, this path, then, of course, you'd go down. Say this. You're an explosive athlete who just, like... Going fast real quick, getting done. Mm-hmm. And uh, fitness is a value of yours. And someone one day tells you, hey, I know like fitness is a value of yours and you want to get fit. But I'm telling you right now, the only way for you to get fit is run, run long distance, super slow. You're going to look at that path and be like, oh, is it really worth like taking that path for that goal? Like it will make you question things that like, It'll just add more resistance to the path of getting to your goal, which like you said, like you want the path of least resistance versus if someone told you, hey, you can like still run fast and you'll get to your goal. You'll look at that path and be like, hey, like I running's not my favorite thing, but like 
if you're saying it's like high intensity, that seems like something I'd kind of enjoy. Less resistance on that path, you're more likely to take the path. Hmm. Do you feel? Yeah, I feel that, man. That's fire. That is. That is fire, man. Drive wood. Boom. I. Dude, we're one hour five. Eh? I know, bro. We're deep in this. I miss this so Dude, much. Dude, I miss this. Yeah. I miss this. Time flies. Um. All right. We should. We should close this out somehow. But yeah, we got to like some. So we can we can do a recap. Yeah. Okay. Let's do. Let's go. Let's go all the way back. So. Do you think you have a definition is, for work ethic is, now? Work ethic for me right now? Like after that conversation, <laughs> do you think it's different? I think work ethic is your universal your universal ability non-task dependent to be consistent and persistent and is dependent and like is exhibited when you're pursuing things that are valuable to you. Hmm. That was so confusing. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm not like, I don't think I even want to try. I think, I think the analogy makes it make a lot of sense, but yeah. You that's know? what analogies are for. Yeah, that's true. Dumbing it down for my friggin' peanut brain to process. Exactly. We need that image. That's why I use them. That's why I use it. The the imagery, man, it, it helps a lot. But like, yeah. So what, what do you think? In summary, you... I think the analogy is a perfect way to summarize what, what work ethic is. Like, the work ethic is the getting the, the drive wood part. Right? That's the work ethic. Yeah. Part. It's It's... Yeah. Doing the stuff that you know is going to be good for you in the future and and doing it with the best of your ability and doing it with all your heart, even if you don't necessarily want to do it, right? And then finding mm-hmm. a way to make it the path of least resistance and keeping that fire going because that fire is important to you. Mm-hmm. And we said that getting the fire or like good work ethic depends on consistency and persistency you're going to consistently need to go grab drive wood and persistency is sometimes there will be a tree that fell down on your route to go get drive wood and you're going to have to be persistent and be like nope i'm still taking that path i'm navigating around that Mm. tree because i need it so that's good work ethic consistency persistency now we said to be for in order to increase the chances of you being having good work ethic in order to increase those odds you need to pursue things that you're passionate about and constantly gain awareness of how whatever you're doing ties into that thing that you value Mm. because once you have that connection you'll be like i'm more likely to do it because i know how important it is i know how important it is for me to like cook that meal yeah yeah and then that flow chart i think was a good thing where uh do i enjoy this yes sweet more likely to put in the consistency and persistence do i not enjoy it uh no well do i like is does it tie into something that's important for me for example eating yes okay well if it's a necessity and it still ties into something that i value or is absolutely important 
to me, then it's worth it. I'll be consistent and persistent for it. If not, like I don't really need to do it and really doesn't tie into anything. Well, is it worth it? Well, I'm not doing much. I can go grab wood. Okay, short term doesn't really matter. Long term, ah, screw this. It's not worth it. I got other things to allocate my resources to. And then if you cut it, then you are holistically someone with good work ethic because you no longer have the things that you weren't that fired up about mm -hmm. and where like you were like, nah, it's not worth getting up for. Because if you keep the things that are not worth getting up for, you develop the bad habit of not really going to get wood for it all the time. And then holistic, like big picture, you're not, you don't have that good a work ethic. Mm -hmm. If you were to average how you are with all your different things. Yes. Fair? So far we're good? So far we're good, man. I think, I think at the, I think it always goes back to what we always talk about, which is that self-awareness and, and being able to, to identify and prioritize your values. I think it always will go back to that because once you have that solid foundation, all of this stuff when you know what your long-term goals are, uh, goals are and what your long-term values are, then you can answer those questions. But you have to ask yourself like what those things are to you. And, and, and that like, yeah. it, it keeps you accountable, right? If you know that you're like, if I know that my value is health or like fitness, then I can't lie to myself. If I lie to myself and I don't if I don't try to live by those values, then, you know, it's cognitive dissonance. Now I'm doing something that I don't believe in. And it, 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 I think about it all the time. Like if I don't go to the gym one day, I think about it. I'm like, man, like I don't feel good. I, cause I know that I value this thing. So, you know, because I've identified, because I've written it down on a, on a, on a whiteboard, or if I've written down on a, on a piece of paper, like I know that like this is real to me, I've thought about it. Then, um, it, it it's that, it's that intrinsic motivation, which is what we're talking about, right? That drive to, yeah, to keep you going. That drive. And yeah. So I think it goes, you know, like self-awareness to values to, to drive and then drive into work ethic. There's a lot of like, you will never find a variable that you can explain just on its own. Everything in this life is related to something else and that something else is important to its description and definition. You can't just you can't define a word without other words existing. Mm -hmm. There's no word in the world you could like solely use that word to describe it. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? All these variables are interrelated and they're used to like describe and define one another. Yes. Which is why like every podcast we've ever had where we said we were gonna discuss one principle or one variable, we've always ended up speaking about other ones. Yes. And like honestly when this was starting, I was like, I have no idea how we're going to approach this. But I'm so happy with this analogy that we built together. And uh, I know you had concerns about this. So how do you feel? Like as like finishing thoughts, like how do you feel in terms of like your perception of how to have good work ethic and how to maintain it and how it relates to other variables in your life? Um, yeah, so I think because I, I think about work ethic all the time. You know, th this is a, a um, this is obviously, you know, gasoline on the fire. But I think, I think what you said about it, practicing it is the important part. And I, I yeah. whole, like if we were talking like more, I, I would have gone more into um, discipline and how I think you have to be disciplined in so many different parts of your life because it's that, 
it's building that discipline, which is like you said, a skill. So like you applying from the, the physical aspect of, you know, like being physically disciplined in your fitness and then using that discipline and transferring it to other parts of your life. I agree with that. But I think like for me, I, I need to do have that same discipline in everything that I do. So in waking up in the morning and like, you know, doing things while I'm at work or doing things that I've committed to or, you know, thing, doing things that I enjoy doing, like, like, um, like talking, like doing this, like podcasts. Dude, you want to know something? I'm going to go for a shameless self plug. Do it. Read my last blog about uh, controlling your mind. I think it will answer a lot of things that you just mentioned. The ru- rule your mind like or, a, or it'll rule you? Rule your mind. Bro, where, how'd you yeah. get that quote? That was a really good quote. It was, <laughs> all the listeners know that you got it. <laughs> that was your quote when we had favorite quote. But I want you, have you read that blog? Uh, I, I, I haven't read it, no. I was like, we probably talked about it, but uh, I, I'll read it. Because like, it was after our conversation on that episode and like it got me thinking the same way like these podcasts always get me reflecting after and like i was at the airport in germany and i just like puked it all into this blog and like i got really good feedback and i think it will help answer so many of your questions and what i'd love to do is to get that back in your head fresh and then our next episode can be about like discipline and transferring it transferring it from one dimension to another in your life Mm. How about that? Sounds good, man. Oh yeah, I'll give you my my honest and and uh, and real reaction to your to your blog post next time, Jack. On the on the potty. Yeah, I love it. Next time we're in the virtual the shower. Po- in the shower. The virtual shower. Virtual shower. <laughs> Dude, it's twenty first century. We can like shower together in different cities. Exactly. Anything is possible. Bro, we're at yeah, I, an hour hour fourteen, man. Look at that. That was good though. That was like, so good. I think that was really good. Yeah, yeah, that was beautiful. Like I feel like there's a lot that can be taken out from yes, this one. Definitely. I think we needed it to be this long to get to where we needed to get to. I mean, I don't think much time was wasted besides the beginning when we were just catching up because it's Mm -hmm. been a while. So other than that, let's just call it off. You're better with the uh, sign off. So go for it, sir. Just let him know. Just let him know who the shampoo's on next time. No, I I, I can. I'll see if I can remember who's it on. But uh, yeah, again, you know what? Like if you're if you're listening, if you if you've came back and you've waited patiently for uh, for another episode, you know, we really appreciate it. We, we've been lacking, we've been slacking, but we've also been working hard in other parts of our life that have kind of taken over. And, um, but you know, because we value back with consistency and persistency, exactly because we value this because now we found our drive wood to keep this fire going as well. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) We needed to pour some gasoline from both sides onto the fire. And now we have it going again. So, um, you know, thank you for, for being patient or, you know, if you're listening for the first time as well, welcome. This is Shower Thoughts with Saf and Sharif, um, where we talk about things that we think about while we're in the shower um, and also other places in our life. Um, this <coughs> is not on YouTube because there's no video, but we are on the Apple Podcast app. We are on Spotify. We are on SoundCloud. We are on probably other random podcast apps. So uh, search up Shower Thoughts and um, 
you will find us. Please, if you if you have any ideas or anything that you would want to add or any kind of feedback or um, any comments on what we talked about today, please just message us. Um, any comment. Anytime. So many. I'd love that. You can, you can message us individually or you can message us at uh, Shower Thoughts with SS on Instagram. Uh, we post some video clips and some audio clips of, of our podcast, um, kind of our favorite favorite parts and interesting little tidbits. So follow that and uh, message us if you want. And uh, yeah. yeah, I mean... Other than that... Sharif, let them know. Other than that, we'll catch you in the next one. And uh, next one, shampoo's on you guys. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right, see you, man. All right, man. See you, listeners. Bye. Peace. Peace.